0: welcome to are you fucking shitting me this is april
1: and i'm rachel
0: rachel it's been a while (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's been a real long time How have you been? I haven't seen you for like, what, a year and a half? (laughs) Oh, except for, you know, dinner last night. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we've been a little busy, guys. Sorry that we haven't been around. Um, Yeah, and we had big plans to do a really awesome uh, series and, uh, you know, work, uh, school, life kind of got in the way. But we want to start doing episodes again, and so we're thinking of doing some one-off episodes, even though I still have school. I've got one year left, and Rachel has a really busy job, but we um, have been really sad to not do the podcast. So we're starting up again, and we're starting with um, this first episode about something that we didn't know anything about and thought was super, super important for everyone to know about.
1: Yeah, so... I just want to say, first off, we've missed you guys. We've missed doing this and hanging out and learning stuff all the time. Um, And this specific episode um, we've chosen to come back with because it's really time sensitive, too. Uh, It's also really important, we think, in our day and age in the U.S. and all of the movements that we're seeing, um, which are exciting but born of of uncertainty. This is something that's really um, cool to learn about, I find. Uh, April, do you want to let people know what it's about?
0: Yeah, sure. So my husband, Jason Berlin, recently ran to be a California Assembly District delegate here in LA. And neither Rachel nor I had ever heard about an election to elect a delegate. So we wanted to find out all about it. So we sat down with Jason and asked him all about it. So here's our interview with Jason Berlin.
2: My name is Jason Berlin. Uh, I'm an Assembly District Delegate for District 51 for the California Democratic Party, uh, which means that I'm part of the Central Committee And I get to go to the yearly California Democratic Convention and vote on things. I get to vote on who runs the party next, which is a huge question because Eric Bauman, the former chair of the state party, just resigned in disgrace about a month ago for uh, sexual harassment. So we're going to get to choose who the next head of the largest state Democratic party will be. Uh, We also get to vote on uh, who the uh, state endorses, what candidates and propositions the state endorses, state party.
0: So this was the first time that I ever voted in an election for this. Uh, Until you ran, I didn't even know that the election existed. So how can people find out who the delegate is in their area? How many people usually show up for these elections? And uh, how do you run if somebody wants to run? How
2: do they work? So these are ADEM elections, they're called. ADEM stands for Assembly District Election Meeting. It's a failing of our party that people don't even know these elections exist. The reason they exist is to give citizen activists a voice in the party, you know, to be able to run and become a delegate so that you can vote in things like this. As as long as people don't know these elections even exist, there's no reason to have these elect you know it, it, it defeats uh, the purpose so you can find out who your assembly district delegates are by going to cadem.org c-a-d-e-m.org and sifting through the uh, many menu choices and and you know you can find it they don't make it easy in order to uh, run for this position, you just have to live anywhere within the district, the assembly district, and be a Democrat, be a registered Democrat. So anyone can run. However, if you run alone, you don't stand a chance, usually. In the great majority of cases, if you want to have a chance of winning, you have to run with a slate. So. This is what that means. That every district has fourteen delegates that are elected, seven men and seven women. Um, they, you know, divide it down the middle to make sure gender parity. So you either have to be invited onto a slate of people who are running, thirteen other people, or maybe there's five other people and they're looking for people, and you kind of build the slate all together, or start your own slate because. When voters show up at these elections, and very few do, this last election that I was in, 922 people voted total. And it varies from district to district. It could be 300 or it could be 1,600. But it's not, it's generally within the, those kinds of numbers. Uh, do you
1: think that um, it's intentional that it's hard to find and that it's not actually? Um, well explained
2: to the public? Uh, maybe there are three reasons why it's so uh, poorly publicized. One is just disorganization in the party itself, which there's a lot of. Uh, another reason is budget. You know, uh, money's always hard to come by and people want to give to candidates more than they do the party in general. So that's, that's probably a legit reason. And uh, and uh, another reason, yeah, is that I've been told that for many, many years these elections were just basically, no one paid attention to them and they were basically a means for uh, electeds to consolidate their power. And, you know, uh, maybe there are 14 slots, that's a lot of slots and maybe there weren't people, you know, you know many people interested in filling all of them. So uh, it served a useful function for people in power to actually get recruit 14 people, have them run, and get them elected. What's wrong with this picture is that these elections were created to enfranchise people, to allow citizen activists to have a voice in their own party. And they're kind of being used to disenfranchise people, or at least that's the effect, uh, because no one knows about them, and they find out about them, and it's like these, wait, People were being elected this whole time to be delegates i could have done this and i never even knew um, so we need to get the word out since 2016 turnout has like tripled and quadrupled you know if not if not more quintupled you know at these elections um because people are waking up and want to vote every day that they can
1: you mentioned that it could be a way for them to consolidate power meaning also keep the status quo would you Would you say that voting in these elections is one of the ways that the average citizen can actually truly affect the movement of the party?
2: Can these delegate positions make a difference? Absolutely, these are huge decisions that delegates are making. Uh, who, Who runs the party determines who allocates all the resources of the largest state party in the country. And as far as what propositions and people get endorsed, the general Democratic voter population of the state doesn't always go with who uh, the delegates endorse. You know, For example, delegates for the Democratic Party endorsed Kevin DeLeon over Dianne Feinstein for Senate in 2018. Feinstein won by a gigantic margin. It wasn't even close. However, in close races, the, uh, the, the parties Nomination can make a difference. its uh, I, I've heard that it makes a difference of like two to five points in the polls, which can be decisive. So it's kind of a huge thing. What these races turn into is an organizing contest, basically. So its its it kind of comes down to which slate has the better organizers and can get out the vote, can talk to more of their friends and, and family and Get people out, any organizations they're affiliated with, get them out. But I know this time around, this am election was different because uh, more people know about them, just, you know, uh, significantly more. Still, almost no one knows about them, but a lot more than before found out about them this time. And a lot of my friends, co organizers, and activists in the resistance who were instrumental in flipping all these seats just now in California ran and most of them won. So I'm really looking forward to uh, to seeing how we can all make a difference in the party coming up because this hasn't happened before. And we're organizers and we may be new to the game. Some of us are, are uh, have been in it a while. I haven't, but the, even the new ones, you know, we have fire in our belly and for the first time Like, I canvassed, I ran a whole canvassing program myself for this seat. I don't think anyone ever canvasses for these ADAM seats. I know my friend Steve Pearson, an amazing organizer, ran a canvassing program. And, uh, you know, there were phone banks, and it was like a real election. So, and I know a lot of my friends got elected to these positions, and I got elected by eight votes. You know, these are, uh, uh, it's a doable thing. To win these elections.
0: So, Rachel, Jason won. Yay! We love Jason. Uh, But there's been a new twist to this whole delegate election. Okay,
1: your face is um, telling me that it may not be a good twist.
0: Yeah, it's not so good. Turns out... 97 votes were from people who were outside the district. So now the entire election has been called illegitimate. And so they're, they're scrapping the results and they're gonna redo the election.
1: Oh boy, I mean, I, I agree with scrapping the results if it's been tampered with and, and we have some, some voters that should have been voting in this district,
0: but what a bummer. So what's that mean for Jason? So that means he's got to run again. So the slate that he was on, they've gotten together again and they're going to be, you know, running on the same slate. He doesn't have time to go canvassing again. So I don't know. He doesn't know if he's going to win again. Okay.
1: I've always wondered who decides where my party, the party that I identify with, which direction it's going in. So we've learned, OK, this is it. But one of the things we heard in that interview was it seems to be kind of stacked for um, consolidation of power.
0: Yeah. And and the other issue with it, there's a there. OK, so there's also another there's a twist to the twist, which is that the four top vote getters, uh, you know, there's 14 people who get elected and the four top vote getters don't have to run again. The California Democratic Party has decided that they're safe for some reason. They're all on that labor party, which is supported by KADEM. Okay, so the fix is kind of in there. Yeah, looks like it. And it
1: doesn't make any sense. If you do the numbers, there's not 97 votes between the top get Um, vote getters and the bottom vote getters, meaning you would need that discrepancy, 97 votes, to say no, I, or over that to say no, I'm in the clear. But those votes don't, don't show up. Those missing votes, it's not the difference. The top vote getter and the bottom vote getter do not have that huge difference. So it doesn't quite shake out mathematically. It's completely unfair. It is unfair. And this is where you guys come in. <laughs> if you actually do live in the Los Angeles City, um, in Silver Lake, in Echo Park, in that area, you can actually learn more about this vote. And you can go out and um, learn about the people who are running and vote for who you want to represent you, because it is about organization. And we're not saying that we're going to bust anybody in, vote for who you want to vote for, but it is really important that we start having more than 800 people show up to represent
0: thousands and hundreds of thousands of people. Exactly. And you can actually vote in this redo election on Saturday, April 27th. You can find out more information on the East Area Progressive's website. You can find out more on Jason's uh, organization website. He runs an organization to help people register voters. Uh, That's called Field Team Six. So you can go to fieldteam6.com and find out more information about it there or email him to find out more. And, yeah, it's really, really important that people know about this and get out to vote and also maybe to uh, complain about this uh, with the Democratic Party and let them know that, you know, fair is fair and if they're going to recall this election, they need to recall the entire election, not just let a few stay elected. Yeah, I mean
1: come on, Democratic Party, don't anoint appointees. That's the point. We want our voices heard.
0: Don't anoint. That's the point.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's my slogan for when I run from mayor of my hot tub. (laughs) Ooh, I'm voting
0: for you for sure. (laughs) It's a blow up hot tub. It's totally temporary, guys. I ain't rich. And if you're not in L.A. and you're not in California You can find out more about the delegates in your area by looking up your uh, state Democratic Party's website and you should be able to find out when your delegate elections are, who's running, how you can be a part of it. Uh, Like Jason said, it may be a little hard to find, but just uh, poke around, do a Google search on it. You should be able to find something. But this is something... We should all be taking part in these elections, whether we're running, voting, promoting the people running. But it's about time for the party to be for the people again.
1: April, do we know, like, how do we find out what these slates stand for? Does everybody on the slate agree what they're running for, like what their positions would be when they vote? Or is this something that they kind of say where they lean on the spectrum, and then when things come up, they vote for them according to that leaning?
0: Well, people who are on a specific slate are usually part of a specific leaning so you know like these other two slates were more progressive than maybe the centrist labor slate jason's slate was was more progressive and then the other slate was supposedly even more progressive than that now i don't know what that breaks down to actually mean in terms of what they're specifically going to be voting on and how they're going to be voting but you can bet that a uh, progressive slate's going to be voting more progressive and if they're even more progressive, you know, if the if a centrist slate is going to vote more centrist. So, I think that's how they do it and then there's a lot of one-off people and so they'll tell you, you know, you can you can find out it, wh- what they are. But most of the time when you when you find out information about these candidates um, you find out about their background, what they want to do, the things that they're m- that are most important to them. They give speeches at the polling location on the day of the election, so that's a chance for you to hear what they're interested in, what they're going to do. As Jason said, most people don't go out canvassing, but you can find out about them on um, their, you know, on the, they'll have a website where they talk about what they're into. Uh, I know a lot of the candidates were into immigration. Another one was really big on, um, you know, the rents being too high in LA and, and uh, equal housing issues. Uh, Somebody else was, was their issue was homelessness, Uh, Another person's issue was healthcare, So they do all focus on specific things. But um, but basically the slate, whatever slate they're with, will tell you kind of how they're leaning more progressive or more centrist.
1: Just get out there and let's show them that our voices matter and we actually care about our voices now.
0: Anyone who votes gets to stay in Rachel's uh, blow up hot tub. It seats two. (laughs) well uh that's it for democracy guys
1: (laughs) and on that cheery note
0: (laughs) i'm april and i'm rachel see you next time